ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for subscribing to the latest edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm 12 Kyle. Check this out (laughs) on this podcast. What I'm going to talk about is the police, more specifically my run-ins with the police. Now, I know that sounds kind of crazy. You're probably thinking, okay, like what run-ins could you possibly have had with the police? Um, Not someone who's gotten into trouble, never been to jail, don't plan on going. Um, But I have unfortunately had my run-ins with the police. Um, and I talked about this on my um, on my blog several years ago, but I figured I'd bring it back uh, to the podcast for, um, you know, for content purposes. Uh, also to give you a laugh or two. Um, I think for me, uh, you know, let me let me first start by saying, like, I'm not anti-police. I'm not anti-police. I just haven't had a lot of great interactions with the police. Right. Um, my brother-in-law is a cop with APD, uh, Atlanta police department. So I'm not anti-cop. What I, what I want for him as well as any other police officer is to go to work, do their job and come home safely. Uh, it's imperative that he does his job safely and comes home to my three nieces and nephew. So his kids. And my kids, too, so um, because they love their uncle. Um, And, of course, my wife loves her brother. So I'm not anti-police. I just, again, I've never had any, (laughs) I've never had any positive uh, run-ins with the cops. So, you know, I don't call cops pigs. I don't call them, you know, names and stuff like that. But I just never had any any positive... um, interactions if you will with the cops um i want to say like my first my first interaction with the police probably came i was in high school i think i was i was i was a senior yeah i was a senior in high school uh at wilson high school in florence south carolina and the story i'm about to tell you statute of limitations have passed so uh you can't get me for this i'm not dry snitching on myself but me and um, a couple of my teammates in high school, we played football. Uh, we <laughs> we stole some road signs. I don't know why we stole the road signs. I can't tell you what we were thinking about in stealing the road signs, but we stole some road signs, right? So... I just remember we went to this, uh, we were on this dark road and there was this road sign that said uh, Florence County, which is where I lived. And there was another one that said Darlington County. And so we got up and we unscrewed the thing, took the road signs down, put them in the trunk and peeled out. And we did that in about a couple minutes, right? Nobody saw us. And um, I wanted a Florence County sign, but my boy, he was like, no, I got to get that one. So I, so I got the Darlington County sign, even though I didn't live in Darlington County, which is the next county over. So <laughs> we steal the signs and we decide, okay, hey, let's go to McDonald's. So we go to McDonald's and 
that particular night we were we were probably about six deep in the car right and my mom always told me she said you know never you know be in a car you know more than two or three of your friends because if so you know cops are gonna pull you over right and you know i was just like "Eh, whatever but she was telling the truth so this particular night we're six deep my boy he had like a cutlass or something like that and uh and this is what 1990 yeah it's 1990 uh 1991 excuse me and um so we get you know we go to mcdonald's or whatever and where our town was like where we went to mcdonald's at was like i guess in the middle part of town if you will florence is not a big place uh and so we had to we were in like the middle of town and we had we lived on the northern side of town what we call north florence so we had to drive to north florence five ten minute drive it's not it's not a long drive at all but here's the thing when we left mcdonald's we were driving down the street and a cop got behind us right and something that the dude who was driving was like yo don't turn around stay cool but the cops are behind us <laughs> so naturally you want to panic right so you're thinking okay man shit the cops behind us. so at this point i'm thinking oh man we about because we got keep in mind we got road signs in the trunk so i'm thinking okay we're going they're going to pull us over they're going to search the car we're going to jail i'm going to lose you know whatever recruiting that i had because at the time i was looking at south carolina state university uh where i would end up going to school for college and hampton university so i was down to my two schools and i was just like man these schools not going to accept me if i get a you know if i get a criminal record so all of this so my heart was racing and this cop literally followed followed us about five miles just to you know he's just riding slow right behind us at one point he pulled up and pulled beside us but you know, he never did anything. He just he just followed us. And, and once we got to these tracks would kind of separate the north side from the east side, I guess. Uh, once we crossed the tracks, we were in North Florence and he turned around. Interesting, to say the least. But, um, you know, that was my first time being profiled, uh, racially profiled for DWB, driving while black. And, um, you know, I was about to... <laughs> in my mind i was about to do some time for some road signs so you know again i don't i've avoided police all my life so um that was the first time um i didn't really have any run-ins with cops or anything like that uh when i was in college i remember seeing teammates get arrested for you know dumb shit but me nah it wasn't my steez that wasn't my get down i I don't don't kick it around 5-0 so uh when i moved to atlanta um this was after graduation i moved to atlanta in 1997 july 1997 right and so where i moved (laughs) is very important because i moved i didn't i wasn't living in the city of atlanta i was living in a northern suburb uh it's a place called marietta marietta is probably about 15 minutes from downtown atlanta right so me and my man, Jay Fresh, we had a townhouse and we lived in Marietta. And what's interesting was at the time, as opposed to now, 
Marietta didn't have a lot of black people. <laughs> In fact, uh, black people kind of came so few and far between in Marietta that if you saw a black person on the street, like if you pulled up at the curb and you saw a black person next to you, you might roll the window down and say, what's up? Honestly, it was just like that. I mean, so uh, we, we, we had a, it, it was different, you know what I mean? So with that being said, you know, you just kind of knew that you had to move a different way in Marietta and Marietta is located in Cobb County. Uh, Cobb County is notorious for, you know, the police being over aggressive and, you know, pulling people over and stuff like that. And so one day, <laughs> one day I'm riding in my, uh, 19, what was it? Was it like a 1995 Nissan Sentra sitting on Dan Marino's? <laughs> I'm riding my little black Nissan Sentra and um, I'm on Cobb Parkway, right? I'll never forget it. And I'm riding, doing the speed limit. I see 5 sitting in the cut and I'm like, just keep riding, just keep riding. So I ride and I see him, he pulls out and then he lets me go down maybe about a half a mile. Woo, throw the blue lights on. So he pulls me over and I don't know what he's pulling me over for. Cause again, you know, in my mind, I'm like, I'm not in a flashy car. I'm in a Nissan Sentra. <laughs> it ain't like I'm in a Benz. Um, and so he's like, yeah, you know, I, I pulled you over. He was like, uh, I noticed that you're, um, your um, license plates are from the state of South Carolina. You say, can I see your driver's license registration? Okay. There you go. So I give him my driver's license registration. Oh, your driver's license from South Carolina. Uh, Mr. 12, Kyle, what are you doing uh, in Georgia? <laughs> Trick question, because here's the thing. At the time, you had to, uh, by law, if you became, if you were living in the state, you have like 30 days to switch over from whatever state you came from into the state of Georgia. Well, I had been there a couple months and, you know, I had a South Carolina license, I had a South Carolina tags on my car. I ain't feel like it. <laughs> Long story short, I ain't feel like it, right? So uh, I hit him with slickness. I said, um, I said, well, I'm a student. I'm a student here at Georgia Tech. So I was like, it's my mom's car. You know, that's why I haven't, I, I, don't, I don't need to change my tags. Okay, okay. All right. Um, your story checks out, Mr. Mr. 12. Um, all right, you have a good night. So he lets me go on about my way, right? So <laughs> two days later, riding down Cobb Parkway again. And I got to ride on Cobb Parkway because I'm going to work. On my way to work, woo, cop pulls me over. Hey, Mr. 12, uh, can I see your driver's license registration? I noticed that you have South Carolina tags. Um, 
get my license. Oh, I see you have uh, a uh, South Carolina driver's license. Why? What, do you live here or what are you what are you doing here? I'm a student at Georgia Tech, which was a lie because I was living there. And, and, and no way in hell I go to Georgia Tech anyway. But that's beside the point. <laughs> Georgia Tech, and I don't know why I, sh- I should have said Morehouse. But anyway, um, <laughs> and so I give him the same spiel that I gave this guy before. OK, he lets me go. Two days later, get pulled over by the cop who pulled me over on the first day. Mr. 12, can I see your driver's license registration? Give him my stuff. What are you doing in Atlanta, in, uh, in Georgia? <sighs> this motherfucker. <laughs> so I explained to him and the whole nine again. He, and he doesn't even remember. I mean, I guess because he pulled over so many black people, he probably forgot the story. But um, so, yeah, you know, three times in one week, I get pulled over by <laughs> Cobb County Police Department. Um, driving while black in the Nissan Sentra. <laughs> um, what else? Uh, so like I said, I've I've had my I've had my share of run-ins. Um, oh, there was a time where um, I was. This was maybe a couple of months after the first uh after those instances incident. Excuse me. Um, I'm from South Carolina, right? So I was going home to the crib. Uh, to see my parents for the weekend. It was a Friday, and um, I think I took off work, and um, so I'm jump on I-20, Interstate 20, riding, riding. I get outside of Atlanta, and I'd heard this saying before, and it's very true. Uh, <laughs> and it goes like this. When you get outside of Atlanta, you're in Georgia. And that is so true because you realize very quickly that Atlanta and Georgia are two different places. Theoretically, they aren't, but you get what I'm saying. So when I got outside of Atlanta, I was in Georgia and I might have been, I don't know, 30 miles outside of the city. And um, so I'm riding and uh, I had my New York Yankees hat on. But this particular day, I had my I had my Yankees fitted on backwards, right? So I'm chilling, listening to the music, headed to the crib. I see a cop. Cop is sitting in the cut, and when on the interstate, you know they have these trees and stuff, and the cops kind of sit in between the trees. They sometimes they're on the overpasses, sometimes they're sitting in between the trees. So I see him in between the trees, and I see cars ahead of me braking, hitting hitting their brakes. So I'm doing 65. I ain't even tripping, right? Again, in my 1995 Nissan Sentra, sitting on Dan Marino's. Um, and I'm driving, and I go past him. And I think nothing of it. And then probably about 10 seconds after I pass him, I see him pull out. So then here he comes. He's coming. He's coming. And so everybody starts, everybody in the left lane starts getting over, getting over to the right lane, getting over to the right lane. And so I get over too. And so he he throws the, the, the lights on and he's coming. And I see him coming out of my rear view mirror. And I'm like, okay, he's coming to get somebody. It ain't me. <laughs> and so I get over and then he comes up and his car comes up and he gets right behind me. I'm like, oh, this motherfucker here. So pulls me over. 
gets out. He said, uh, he said, how you doing, sir? I'm good. How are you? Do you know why I pulled you over? No. <laughs> well, I noticed that your hat was on backwards. Huh? He said, I noticed that your hat was on backwards. And? <laughs> and so he, he proceeds to tell me that. Um, my hat was on backwards and I look familiar. I mean, I did I look like a famous rapper? Did I look like a you know athlete? Did I look like uh, a doctor? Did I look like Doogie Howser? I don't. I, shit, I'm a, I don't know. So he asked me, said, um, "Would you mind getting out of the car?" Okay. Well, what do you want me to get out of the car for? He said, "Well, I, I with your permission, I'd like to search the car." He said, "Because you know we've had." You know, a lot of people coming back and forth between uh, uh, Georgia and Texas, um, you know, smuggling drugs and stuff. He's like, do you have any guns or, you know, drugs on you? I said, no, if I had a gun, I, I would let you know. I said, well, no, I don't have a gun. And at this point in time, I'm, I know that my civil rights are being violated, but Honestly, I was in a good mood. I know that I had I had done nothing wrong. Um, my stress level at this point was on a hundred, but I had to play it cool. You know, I had to play it cool, like I wasn't being phased by the whole this whole shenanigans. So I actually get out the car, and there we are standing on I twenty on the side, and I pop the trunk. He's looking in the trunk, can't find nothing. Can't you know? Looks under the seat. Okay, Mr. 12, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. I just, you know, I just had to chat, you know, because, you know, you had your hat on backwards and you look familiar. So I just wanted to check you. you you're free to go. <laughs> you can't make this shit up, man. You can't. Um, and I went on my way. Um, you know, I was pissed off, but, you know, what can you do? DWB. Um what other interaction i had oh there was the one interaction that i had when i had an expired license now this actually was a pretty good one now i what happened was um again i still for the longest time i had i didn't have a a, a georgia license i had a south carolina license and my birthday came and went and i for, and honestly it just it slipped my mind i forgot to renew my license back in south carolina I wasn't going back to South Carolina to do it. And, you know, we didn't really have at that time. You, you couldn't do anything online because online was like non-existent as as opposed to how things are now. So the license actually expired because I think after 30 days or something after your birthday, like, you know, shit just expires. But I wasn't a resident of South Carolina, so I don't even know if they mailed or emailed. Well, they wouldn't have emailed because email was slow back then. Um, I don't know if they even had an address to send it to, unless they send it to like my mom, my mom's address or whatever. So anyway, so the license is, uh, suspended unbeknownst to me. Cause I'm here in Georgia and one day I'm just driving down the street and a cop comes out of nowhere, <laughs> comes out of nowhere. Black cop pulls me over and, um, 
you know, how you doing, Mr. 12, blah, blah, blah. You know, I see you have uh, South Carolina plates. Can I see your driver's license registration? And I'm like, okay, here. So I give it to him. So he comes back. So I'm still playing it cool because I don't know that, you know, nothing's wrong. Uh, Mr. 12, did you know that this driver's license is suspended? What'd you talk about, Willis? <laughs> Suspended? How? And he was like, you mind stepping out of the car? And when he said, do you mind stepping out of the car? I knew at that moment I was about to get locked up. And I said, wait, 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 wait. I said, well, I'm, I'm confused. Can you explain that to me? What happened? I, I don't understand. It's like, sir, you know, your driver's license is, is suspended in the state of South Carolina. Can you step out the car? And I was like, wait a minute. Can I? Can we can we have a conversation about this? Because I'm I'm this is new. I, I've never heard this before. I have no idea what you're talking about. And so he starts talking to me. And at this point, like I'm just I'm like, Lord, if, if I could just if he could just talk to me and I could just talk to him, I could kick the Willie Bobo and <laughs> maybe avoid going to because at this point I've I had never ever had my license suspended anywhere. So I didn't know that I could even be arrested for this. And I, you know, so I was just like, so he said, I tell you what, Mr. 12, um, I'm going to uh, give you a citation. You got to pay this fine. You got to go and do this and do that. And you got to make sure that your license is reinstated, blah, 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 blah. And so, but I, but, th- but at this point I could no longer have a South Carolina license. I had to get a Georgia license, right? Which no problem, but to get a Georgia license, I had to. <laughs> I had to actually take a test, um, a written test to, you know, and, you know, at this point I've been driving 10 years at least. Um, And so what was interesting was like, and I remember going to take the driving test when I took the written test, like you had to get like a 70 or better to to pass the test. I got like a 75. (laughs) I barely passed it. And it, it's not that I don't know how to, it's just like you, some of the rules and stuff of the road, you don't really think about because, you know, you do them every day. So, you know, you don't know what's what. So, um, but yeah, he, that cop was cool. He was real cool because he, he really could have taken me in. Um, and he realized that I didn't know that my license was suspended, but I, I think the fine was like, $200 and I had to take a course and it was some bullshit, but you know, I managed to, um, managed to, 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 to get out of that. Um, oh, last story. Uh, man, I'll never forget this. Um, racial profiling at its worst. Uh, I was same year. That was 97. Yeah. 97. Um, like fall of 97. Um, I was working for, no, I take that back. It was this fall of 98. I was working for um, this company called Bell South. <laughs> and um, at Bell South, what I was doing was we were doing sales and marketing for, um, you know, their telephone products and stuff. This is when they, Bell South came out with the, um, the, um, cordless phone with the caller ID on it. Like that was big shit or the caller ID box. That was big shit. So, um, anyway, so me and 
two other people, we were uh, assigned to Southeast region. And what we would do is we go to colleges and universities, just market and promote and sell, um, you know, some of these Bell South products. Right. So one of our assignments was we had to go to New Orleans, the big easy, you know, and prior to that, I'd never been to New Orleans. And so, um, you know, they gave us the option, like, like we had this huge setup and everything. So like one person had to drive the, the U-Haul truck where all the stuff was stored. And then the other person could drive like their car. So I drove my car from Atlanta to New Orleans, about a seven hour drive. Right. And again, first time being in New Orleans, you know, just enjoyed it. And that for this particular assignment, we had to, we went to like I went different schools and we went to university of new Orleans. We went to Southern university in Baton Rouge. Cause I think we spent like, we spent like a week in Louisiana. Um, we were at the university of new Orleans, Dillard university. And um, I mean, it was, it was dope. It was really, 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 really dope. So, um, but <laughs> when you knew, when you're in new Orleans, where are you going to go? supposed to go to bourbon street right so we go to bourbon street so i'm hanging with my co-worker my co-worker is a guy named jack can't remember jack's last name but if i ever found jack it'd be cool white guy real cool down to earth just mad cool um so me and jack we're hanging out and we're in new orleans we were staying in the french quarter and I'd driven my uh, my, my 97 Nissan Sentra, sitting on damn Marinos. I drove the Sentra down there, whatever like that. So we um we spent one, I think we spent like two nights in the French Quarter. And then like before we were supposed to go to Southern, we had to move to another hotel, which was out in like Slidell. I think Slidell's probably like 10, 15 minutes from New Orleans. Um, so we were in uh, Slidell at the time. And um, so we was like, okay, yeah, we're going to go to Bourbon Street tonight. So we went to Bourbon Street, right? So we go to Bourbon Street. And because I was driving and I was from out of town, I wasn't I wasn't going to drink, right? So Jack was like, he's going to get a couple of drinks. So he got a hurricane and some other crazy shit. And, um, you know, so we're walking out Bourbon Street. And if you've ever been to New Orleans, New Orleans is a beautiful city. It's crazy, um, you know, how things have been, uh, the infrastructure of the city. But, I mean, it's a great city. It's a great party town. I mean, they know how to party. We all know this, right? And so this is my first time in New Orleans, right? So we're walking down Bourbon Street and literally any and everything that you could think of happens on Bourbon Street from alcoholism to prostitutes to, you know, you got a shoe show, you know, where, where whatever you want in New Orleans, you can get it in New Orleans, right? So nice getting late. Me and Jack like, all right, man, we need to shut it down. We're going to head out of, head, leave Bourbon Street. So we leave Bourbon Street. I park like maybe three blocks over. So I parked car and we got out, you know, got back in the car, um, headed, headed back to the hotel. And I remember Jack saying, <laughs> Jack was like, he was like, man, he's like, Hey man, we need to stop, man. I need to, um, I need to scratch my foot. And he's like, man, my foot is itching really, really bad. And, um, so he's scratching his foot or whatever like that. I don't know what's going on. So anyway, so we get to my car and we pull out, and we made a left and then we made another left and the second left before we made the second left we were sitting at a light 
and there was a car next to us and behind that car was a cop car and i saw the cop car i mean we weren't doing nothing and jack you know was messing with his foot and we were talking we were talking about the night we had and everything so we just is is we had a great night and it was my first time on bourbon street first time in new orleans and i had a ball right and so we made the left the second left and we're headed toward the interstate and next thing i, I mean like out of nowhere blue lights woo, 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 woo. i'm like what, we, what did i do this time? i was sitting at the light and it wasn't like i was texting and driving because we had no cell phones right so we get pulled over I pull over and officer says get out of the car <laughs> what <laughs> i mean and it wasn't no can i see your driver's license registration it was get out of the car so i'm like okay and at this point i don't see the officer i just hear, hear him bark the instructions and so I was like, Jack, let's get out. And Jack was like, man, dude, what, what the fuck's going on, dude? Man, what, what's happening? I was like, Jack, chill, chill. And so we get out the car and uh, he said, what are you guys doing? And <laughs> he was like, I don't know. And he said, you know what? Get out of the car. Put your hands on the, on the hood of the car. And so me and Jack were standing there and we had our hands on the hood of the car. Now the car is still running. And at this point, I look over like my shoulder just a little bit. And this dude has his gun drawn. Hmm. This is interesting. <laughs> so I'm dumbfounded. And I said, officer, is there a problem? Don't say anything. Where's your driver's license and registration? I was like, well, my, here's my driver's license. I said, can I give you my driver's license? So I went, he's like, yeah, give me your driver's license. He said, move slow. So I give him my wallet, give my driver's license. I said, the registration is there. So he looks at it. Well, what are you, what are you doing here uh, in, in, in Louisiana? I was like, well, we work for Bell South and we came down for work. And we were just at Bourbon Street and we were headed home. Well, why was your friend trying to hide? What was he hiding when, when, when we pulled up next to him? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, and Jack was like, he's like, I was tying my shoe. He's like, man, my foot's been itching. He's like, we've been walking all. <laughs> Jack, Jack started because like, we walk, we're walking all fucking night. My shoe, my, my foot is itching. I had to scratch my, scratch my foot. He's like, look, look, my shoes are still untied. And Jack's shoes still were untied. And so by this time, another cop comes up. Um, black cop. The white cop pulled us over. Black cop comes up. And man, the black cop. Oh my gosh, this dude, he's trust, he starts showing out. So he's like, what's going on here? And, they, and so the guy was telling him, he's like, we got these two, these two guys, he's like, they're from out of town and blah, 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 blah. And so he's like, search the car. So the black dude starts searching the car. <laughs> Ain't ask could they search the car, no nothing. So in my in the back, I had in the, my trunk, I had a typewriter. Well, what, what is this right here? I was like, it's a typewriter. And so the white officer was like, hey, just just be cool. He was like, we just we just needed to, it was routine check, blah, blah, blah. 
And um, so then the black cop walks up and Jack says something. And he was like, you know what? You better shut up before I put some lead in your ass. He's like, and I'll tell everybody that you tried to run away. Word? <laughs> this can't be happening. So Jack is blown. Jack is, I'm willing to bet. And I, we were probably 23, 24 at the time. I'm willing to bet Jack probably never been pulled over by the police before ever in his life. And so now you got this cop talking shit to him and he's getting pulled over and he don't know why. So he's really being treated like he's black by the cops and he just don't understand why. And basically, you know, what they saw was they saw two young men, a black man and a white man kicking it. And they figured that some drug shit had to be going down. Right. So <laughs> the funny thing was I had a, um, I had right before I left for that trip, I had to wash clothes and I had the little um, fabric softener uh, things you know, the little fabric shops and sheets that you put into your, when you're washing clothes. Well, I, I think I had mine in the back seat. It fell up under the seat. And so it was up under my driver's seat. And so the black cop goes up on, he's looking at looking and looking, he goes up on the seat. What is this? What is this? And I was like, it's fabric softener. I was like, I washed my clothes right before I came on this trip. Well, you know, sometimes people put drugs in this kind of stuff. Did you put drugs in here? No, sir. I didn't. <laughs> so the white cop was like, just, just relax, just relax. And keep in mind that our hands are still on the hood and this car is getting hot. Right. And so our hands and Jack was like, Hey, Hey, can I take my hands off the hood? He's like, man, this, shit, this, this is fucking burning my hands. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, Jack, don't say nothing, man. And, um, so the black cop said, Hey, you shut up before I shoot you. And I'm like, Jack, don't say nothing, man. Just just chill, man. Just just put your hands near the, near the hood. I mean, like, it, and so the white cop's like, oh, yeah, you can take your hands off the hood. You can take your hands off the hood. So they search up under the car. They search, you know, I mean, he was looking, he was looking all up under the tires. And I'm like, I'm not smuggling drugs. I mean, <laughs> if you want to be honest, you could walk four blocks to Bourbon Street and you could find whatever kind of crime that you wanted to find on that particular street. And you, you sit here harassing two law abiding citizens. And, um, so we're standing there as dude watches, he's looking and stuff and he, he doesn't find anything obviously. And so the white officer says, all right, all right guys, I'm, I'm, you know, we're sorry for the inconvenience. You're free to go. And Jack says, so is this how you treat people from out of town? I said, Jack, come on, man. So, man, we got us, you know, we just jumped in the car and it happened so fast that it almost felt like a movie. And I really couldn't believe the gravity of everything that happened. It really didn't hit me until the next day. And I just remember the drive to Slido. Like I said, the Slido might have been 10, 15 miles away, I guess. Man. I really didn't do much talking. Jack was just like beside it. He's like, he's like, Kyle, man, we just can't. We we can't. We got to get those their their badge numbers. We got to report them, man. We this is ridiculous, man. We pay we pay taxes and we we're down here as 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 tourists. And this is this how they treat tourists? 
I mean, like Jack was hot. He was talking about calling the mayor. <laughs> he was Jack was trying to do all kind of stuff. And, you know, I, I just told him, I was like, Jack, that's how it is, man. I was like, I'm used to it. I said, it's, it's sad, but, you know, that's the cops. And Jack, man, fuck that, Kyle. No, we're not. We're not going to take this. We're not going to take this. I'm not going to let you let this slide. We're not. Fuck that. We're not letting it slide. <laughs> God bless Jack. Jack was, I mean, he was high. He literally taught. He was fuming all the way back to slide else. We got back hotel. I just crashed. And I just remembered like waking up the next day. And I really couldn't, I really couldn't believe, I, I think the bigger thing was not so much as getting pulled over, but when the cop made the threat, like I will shoot you and tell people that you tried to run away, bro, I was like, come on, man, come on, really? And, um, you know, it, it left a bad taste in my mouth, obviously. And to be honest, it left a bad taste in my mouth about New Orleans. And for a long time, I was like, man, fuck New Orleans. I'm never going back. Never. I'll never set foot in that city. And to be honest, I haven't. Um, I have softened my stance on it because I, I don't think I can blame. I, I don't think I should blame New Orleans for two rogue ass cops. And what was what what was wild was they let us go. And we kind of sat there for a second. And they pulled they, they pulled off before we pulled off. And then there was some. We were supposed to be going this way up the street, like north up the street. And then coming back south, there was um, a car of like five Mexican guys. They hit the lights, did a U-turn and pulled them over. So I'm like, bro, come on, man. Like that that's ridiculous. I mean, like you just at this point, you're looking for people to mess with. Um I wondered about those cops. I wondered about those cops, um, you know, how they were and who they were. Uh, I remember the names and stuff at the time and the badge numbers and stuff because we, we did get that information. But I wasn't going to file a charge or anything like that. It was just I, I didn't think it, it would do anything. And I had people tell me after I told that story, it was, man, you should do this and you should do that. And I know this person. I know that. It just wasn't worth it to me. And I, I wondered about those cops, particularly when Katrina hit, Hurricane Katrina hit, um, because I know that they had a lot of cops that, um, you know, dealt with a lot of anguish and some, you know, committed suicide. And I thought about those cops. And, you know, I think a lot of the animosity and stuff went away after a period of time. But yeah, for a long time, man, I was like, you know, it had nothing to do with the Saints, but I was just like, man, fuck New Orleans. I'm not, and I'm cool. And trust me, Everybody that that I know from New Orleans, cool as hell, cool as hell. Uh, shout out to uh, Ty and Vernell. Uh, those are my boys right there. And, um, you know, I don't know no bad people from New Orleans. Everybody that I know from New Orleans is cool as hell. But nah. And like I said, I, I at the time I made a vow that I would never go back. But um, if given the opportunity, I'd go back. I'd go back and check it out. I'd, I'd even go to Bourbon Street. Um but yeah, you know, the, me and the police, you know, we haven't really had, uh, you know, uh, you know, great run-ins. Um, and that's why, you know, sometimes when when some of these things, these cases happen, you know, the George Floyds and the F Fernando Castillas and all of these people, Breonna Taylor, um, you know, it, those 
things are triggering to me because it reminds me of the situations that I've had. And, you know, I makes me wonder what happened or what could have gone wrong, you know, with, with some of the situations that I had. And that's again, it's not to say that they're they're all, all cops are bad cops. You know, I'm sure that they're great cops. I, I'm pretty sure my brother-in-law is a great cop. Um, ultimately, they have a job to do. Uh, their job is to serve and protect. And I've said it before and I'll say it again on this podcast. You know, they are hired to protect us. Um, that being said, they should not be able to walk scot-free when they are when they kill us in cold blood. That should never happen. Um, but that's another podcast for a whole nother day. But um, you know, I like I said, I've I've had some I've had some some funny situations. I've had some interesting situations. No, not really a lot of positive ones. And to be honest, I think I've reached my quota on run-ins with cops. So if they don't bother me, I won't bother them. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that's gonna do it for me. Thank you for checking out this edition of the 12 Kyle podcast. I'm your boy, 12 Kyle. I'll catch you guys next time.